progressive, respectful, mentoring, compassionate. These are the values of Palmdale Regional Medical Center. And now we proudly present Palmdale Regional Radio. Here's Melanie Cole. According to the American Cancer Society, excluding skin cancers, colorectal cancer is the third most common cancer diagnosed in both men and women in the United States. My guest today is Dr. Marjan Philip Daldelau. He's a colon and rectal surgeon and a member of the medical staff at Palmdale Regional Medical Center, as well as a member of the medical staff at Keck Medicine of USC. Welcome to the show, doctor. So let's just talk about who is at risk for colorectal cancer. In general, the American population has been shown to be more at risk for colon and rectal cancers compared to the international population. And they may say that it may be related to diet, lifestyle, and other sort of extraneous factors, including genetics and such. But however, what we're noticing in our field and operating on patients with colon and rectal cancers and treating them is that also because of how we are screening and diagnosing these patients earlier, we're seeing a higher incidence of younger patients with colorectal cancer. Is there a screening available for colorectal cancer? Absolutely. The best screening is basically a physical examination by your primary care physician, but also colonoscopy at our designated intervals of 50 years of age. Obviously, these can be tailored depending on whether the patient has any prior history or family history of colorectal cancer, and that we should see their primary care or gastroenterologist at the earliest convenience at an appropriate time period. If somebody is diagnosed with colon cancer, colorectal cancer, then what do you tell them is the first line of defense? Because that could be quite a scary diagnosis. It could be. And the advantage about colon rectal cancer treatment today is that it's a multimodal uh, form of treatment. Uh, it, there's many aspects that need to be considered before taking a, treating a patient with colon rectal cancer. However, the mainstay of treatment, especially for patients with uh, newly diagnosed colon cancer or rectal cancer is ther- is surgical ter- therapy. So tell us about some of that surgical therapy. So the, nowadays there are new studies that have shown that minimally invasive surgeries such as laparoscopic or robotic surgery have shown to be as effective as prior surgical management as such as a big open surgery. And nowadays we're able to do minimally invasive surgery and reduce the length of stay in the hospital after colon rectal surgery. Dr. Daldalau, I want to jump back for just a second to symptoms, because as we talked about screening and we talked about who is at risk, are there some symptoms that would send somebody a red flag, send someone to the doctor to get checked? Sure, absolutely. Especially patients who are within 50 to 60 years old of age, if they start noticing that they are having new onset rectal bleeding, uh, prominent weight loss, new abdominal distension, localized abdominal pain, they should probably be screened, especially for colon and rectal cancer with the colonoscopy by the gastroenterologist, or at least see the primary physician in order to get the ball rolling, so to speak, and uh, get the appropriate screening therapy for their age and their risk factors. When you mention rectal bleeding, there's a myth going around that if it's bright red, or is it a myth that if it's bright red, it's just hemorrhoids? So sometimes people don't pay attention to it. I think people should be very well aware of what has been happening with their bodies. Bright red blood can be a symptom of hemorrhoids, but obviously you don't want to miss something that's much more profound and bigger. So patients who are of the 
age of 50, so to speak, or have a family history, especially of colon rectal cancer, or have noted that other symptoms such as weight loss, fatigue, lack of energy, should probably be screened for something more like a, with a colonoscopy on top of, uh, of any other physical exam in order to ensure that they don't have anything else uh, other than a hemorrhoid. And that's actually something that we get concerned about when, as a colorectal surgery, that patients have been noticing that they have you know, these bleeding symptoms, but now they're just more fatigued. They have developed more profound uh, systemic symptoms, such as weight loss and fevers and, uh, and chronic abdominal pain, and then basically they are found to have a much more advanced stage of cancer. If you're doing surgery for colorectal cancers, is a colostomy most often involved or not always? Not always. And that's the beauty of working with someone who's a colorectal specialist and that, you know, we're able to sort of determine what is the best form of treatment for you and devise a best treatment plan, especially a surgical plan. Uh, in most cases, uh, they, patients do not require a colostomy for after colorectal surgery. So then what is life like for someone with colorectal cancer? And are there things that you like them to do lifestyle-wise to help their treatment along? In a way, uh, in a way there, it, it's not, we're not able to fully prevent colorectal cancer. Uh, there are many factors that lead up to a person who gets colorectal cancer. About 85% of these cancers are, quote-unquote, sporadic and can be due to a multiple of different factors that could contribute. But however, you know, if you have a family history, uh, if you are of the appropriate age, such as uh, age of 50, uh, and basically if you feel that, or if you have any prior history of cancer uh, anywhere else in the body, these are the patients that typically need to be screened early. However, uh, when patients are being treated for colon or rectal cancer, uh, the best thing to do to sort of help with their treatment is to, you know, ask questions with the doctor, find a very competent surgeon who can help you uh, treat, the treat the colon cancer with surgery, uh, but as well, you know, be involved with uh, the whole team of, of people who are trying to help them with their colon rectal cancer. What advancements do you predict in the field of colorectal cancer? What do you see on the horizon? So what we're seeing now is that we're trying to be less invasive as far as the, as the surgical treatment of colon and rectal cancer. If we do have the appropriate patient where we do find early cancers, uh, we may be able to, one, uh, do perform minimally invasive surgery for these patients, either laparoscopic or robotic. But however, there are newer techniques within the horizon that are coming where we could remove these tumors endoscopically. And that would minimize the amount of scarring on the abdomen as well. So what, what do you say to people when they ask you about colorectal cancer? What do you tell them every day about what's going on in the field? I tell them that treatment of colorectal cancer was not how it was 10 to 15 years ago. The surgeries are becoming more aggressive as far as how we are treating it minimally invasive, as well as the treatments for colorectal cancer, such as the chemotherapy uh, and in certain cases with patients with rectal cancer, radiation therapy has improved uh, throughout the last five to ten years. And so I think the best advice that I could give for anybody who has undergone colorectal surgery or has colorectal cancer is to find a physician who's up-to-date, knowledgeable, and skilled in treating this, uh, this disease process, as it could, uh, it 
there are many factors that can contribute to how patients do and can improve their prognosis with their treatment. And why should they come to Palmdale Regional Medical Center for their care? I think the advantage of coming to Palmdale Regional Medical Center is that all the resources are available to patients. They could speak with an oncologist who would be involved if they need them if they need chemotherapy for the treatment of their colorectal cancer. As well, uh, the surgeons at Palmdale are very advanced or very skilled in minimally invasive techniques in managing patients with colorectal cancer, and that is one of our degrees of specialty. My specialty is to uh, perform minimally invasive surgeries for patients who have colon and rectal cancer, including laparoscopic and robotic. Thank you so much for being with us. You're listening to Palmdale Regional Radio with Palmdale Regional Medical Center. For more information, you can go to palmdaleregional.com. That's palmdaleregional.com. Physicians are independent practitioners who are not employees or agents of Palmdale Regional Medical Center. The hospital shall not be liable for actions or treatments provided by physicians. This is Melanie Cole. Thanks so much for listening.